Welcome to the center of Death Valley. My name is Dave. And this is John. You are, of course, tuning into the Devil's Advocates Legally Distinct podcast. Starring us. Yep. So today, we are nestled uh, safely within our studio, and we're just going to go ahead and dispense with the amazing content forthwith. As always. So what did, do you uh, have anything you want to talk about today? Do you see anything weird in Death Valley re- recently? Any strange things happened to you around here? Um, We've been doing a lot of traveling around lately. Did we... Did we talk about Burrito Girl? I don't know if we talked about Burrito Girl. No, yeah, we did. On, during, on the yeah. last episode, yeah, we did. I think we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We so Burrito Girl was a pretty interesting interaction. Um, um, oh, I know. I want to talk about the old lady with the bow. Oh, we have never talked about that on this on, on this show. That's for sure. Okay, talk about the old lady with the bow. Yeah, this is a good one. So Dave and I were walking down the sidewalk. Minding our own business. And in front of us, walking in the same direction, there was an old lady. She looked homeless. Pretty sure she was homeless. She was stooped over, and you couldn't really see her head as we were coming up on her. And, um... Dressed, in, dressed in rags, basically. But she had a nice butt, and I commented on it, on it to John. And John was like, what's wrong with you, Dave? And yeah. I was like, a lot. She's like this shriveled old lady, and he's like, nice butt. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. But, uh, so here's what, go- here's what goes down with this. All right, so she's carrying some kind of big stick, wasn't she? No, like a little stick, like a pointy stick. It was yeah, it was like, a pointy stick. That's it was what like it was. A, but like a foot, foot and a half long and a wire. With a wire on it, that's right. Okay, so we're, we, got, we were kind of getting close to her. We were going to, like, pass her. And then... Um, all of a sudden we hear this bell sound come from her, like the sound of just a bell being chimed, like a small bell. Mm-hmm. Ding! But, that's, but it was loud. Yeah, and it, that was when we were like three or four feet away from her. Yeah, and neither of us saw a bell anywhere on her. Because when I heard the bell, I started looking for it. I so was, did I. I was like, is it in her hands? Is it in her hip? Where yeah. the fuck is the bell? Where did that sound come from? It was loud, but it was definitely coming from her. You took your side, and I took my side, and neither of us saw anything. All right, so then, as we approached even closer, all of a sudden she turns around, and she looks at us with this really Looks at mean, you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. She looks directly at me. She's got this really mean look on her face, and she's like, I don't want anything. What was it that she said? Do you remember? I don't want what you... I don't want anything you have. Yeah, I don't want anything you have. Just like that. I don't want anything you have. And And I'm just like... I. I, I like. You didn't react. You just kept walking. No, I, I, I was just like, okay, cool. And I kept walking. I stopped and was like, you want to fight? Okay. For about five seconds. And then, then scurried on to catch up to you. Right, because I didn't want to fight an old lady. She, she didn't seem like she was having a good time. No. I think she was... I, I think that if 
what I was thinking when it happened, and to this day, I still think this is the case. Um, imagine you're a frail old lady and you're on the streets. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to get messed with by anyone. What do you do? You yell at them. You act like a crazy person so no one wants to fuck around with you. If, and, and I swear, I've actually done this when I was homeless and in, in situations that I've been in where I felt like I needed to make myself seem like I was not a good target, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to want to find someone else to mess with because if you mess with me, you don't exactly know what's going to happen kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so I think that that might be what she does. That might be her general um, approach to dealing with being on the streets, just, like, scare everyone off so that she doesn't have to worry about anyone messing with her. Yeah. Or at least I hope. She didn't have a pack. All she had was the stick and the wire. Yeah, that was a pretty weird experience. Yeah. And then... I had a weird experience on my own. I haven't even told you about. Yeah. I was walking up up the hill uh, to get here, and there was this guy in front of me, and I kept trying to see his head, and he moved, and there'd be this like weird shadowy effect, and I was walking behind him, and he was slowing down, and I was slowing down because he was slowing down, and I didn't want to be close to him. So I was giving him space, and he would slow down more and more as we were walking until uh, it was starting to get, like, uncomfortably close for me. And he had this weird, like, weird way of moving, and, like, everything about him was unsettling. I could never see his head. Every time I would look for it, it it wasn't there. Until... I passed him, and he had a phone in his hand, and it was lit, but it was a blank screen. Oh my god, what? Yeah. And I kind of looked over at him, and he had this, like, look in his eyes like there was nothing there. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I was in front of him, I hit on the turbo boosters. I was like, I'm gone! I bet, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I would have handled that. Oof. So, um, that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. Yeah. I, I would be very uncomfortable. Here at the Devil's Advocate's Legally Distinct Podcast, we deliver you the hard cuts from one topic to another. And it's not because we were recording and then we had to stop for a little bit because something was happening and we had to do do something else. And then we came back and we didn't remember what we were talking about. No, it's not because of this. It is because here at the Devil's Advocates Legally Distinct Podcast, we understand that when you are listening to a podcast, you want there to be spontaneity and 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 you want you want it to be different from time to time. So we'll be talking about one thing and then all of a sudden It's time for something completely new. Untested, uncharted waters. Blunt's waste weed. As far as the eye can see. Yes, Blunt's do waste weed. I agree. They shouldn't... But I still want to smoke one. Yeah. The biggest Blunt. Yeah. 
Hmm. I've got a little story for you. Okay. Back when I was uh, a younger man, early 20s or so, living with this guy who shall remain other than the way that I just referenced him completely unreferenced in every other way. Okay. Um, (laughs) Because at the time, when I was living in Topeka, Kansas, I happened to be living with um, the biggest drug dealer in Topeka. Alright, so I would wake up First of all, here's here's a little bit of background. It's a person of great industry, of extreme meticulousness and order and punctuality. Just the essence of discipline distilled in a man. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anyone like him. And uh, he'd wake up six o'clock every morning. Mm-hmm. He'd wake me up too. Mm-hmm. You know I hated it. Oh God, I, I I'm not a morning person. No, you hate. I can't wake you up before one. I hate waking up. He'd wake me up at six o'clock in the morning. You oh want to know God. how he did it? He poured water on you. No, he was actually it was way gentler than that. Okay, trust me, you... I still got sick of it. He's like, hey, yo, John, wake up, wake up, look at this. And he would hand me this giant bat. <laughs> this giant baseball bat of a blunt. And and be like, light it up, bro. Let's get it going. Let's get this thing going. And That's fine. No, you know what? Yeah, okay. I'm I, down for that. Dude, trust me, after a after a while of staying there, I got sick of it. I promise you. I got tired of smoking weed because there was too much. It was just too much. <laughs> You could, you could have made a, you could have taken all of the bags of weed that were there, and you could have made a full ass mattress out of it. I think you, I think you told me about this guy before, yeah. Yeah. but not that he woke you up with a, with a blunt every day. It was insane. <laughs> Let's start this day up right, brother. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it was like. And then, he, and then, <clears throat> as I'm like groggily like sh- shambling around as much as I can, he like take me into his um, like like super high quality soundproof um sound mastering room and subject me to various tracks that he was mastering full volume just blasting like the walls are shaking it's 6 30 in the morning he's got neighbors but they can't hear it i'm sh- i don't know the whole house was shaking it was like <laughs> yeah like the- and, 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 and meanwhile he's just that bass is really good, isn't it? I mastered that shit. And I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with that. Okay. So. I have, I have auditory what? processing issues. It, early in the morning, I'm already confused. So I okay, wake up. So this... First thing in the morning, he stuns me with the baseball bat with, of, of weed. And then he takes me into the sound room where he blasts me with with physically tangible waves of sound. Ugh. Okay, what happened at 7 o'clock? Oh, no, after the sound, like, after he got into the mastering sound, that was all it was for the rest of the day. Really? So the house was just 
shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane, man. So what the soundproofing, I think, helped <clears throat> less with actually soundproofing and more like directing the sound. Like I think what he was trying to do was, in fact, he had described it to me. So he was like, he he set everything up to bounce the sound into a specific part of the room where, which is where he sat to master. So um, he actually did. Uh, he he had me do it, so I was like sitting in the back of the room. He's like, "Yo, check this out, bro!" And he like puts me in that spot, and then all of a sudden, like my entire being becomes a focal point for these vibrations. Oh my god! I can feel the music, but not like when people say they can feel the music and they want to dance. No, I could literally Rarely. feel the every vibration and the difference of it resonating inside of me. And I was like, oh, oh, that's why you're the way you are. Whoa. How often did he subject you to this? Too often. <laughs> oh, my God. So he was he was some sort of weird sound wizard. Yeah. Who was also the biggest drug dealer in Topeka. That was just a side thing. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. I know you're not. He just did that to make to make enough money so that he could pursue his real dream of being a, a sound master uh, the sound master the sound master yeah he might be the sound master now oh yeah yeah no i um he's he's good at what he does and he moved on from the from the selling game like i said he was only doing that just as a way to get where he needed to go to do his real career he had the focus for it yeah like I said, I've never met someone like that. The just the essence of discipline. The essence of discipline and, and pure. And he start the morning. And he start every industry. morning with a, He start the every morning with a baseball bat sized blunt of weed. Yeah, which wouldn't affect him. No. No, he would smoke it. He it, it seemed like nothing affected him. <laughs> it, like intoxicants just didn't touch him. He loved them. <laughs> He was always imbibing some type of intoxicant, but it didn't seem like there was any change in his demeanor, no matter how much or what he was imbibing. Oh, my God. He was just always the same. All right. I think this has been a good episode. There's there's more to this? Yeah, it's only been 14 minutes, too. Yeah, well, but I got some stuff to do. You want me to do the stuff I have to do, don't you? Yes, but remember, there was the one thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay, let's talk about let's 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 talk about your science. Yes. Okay. See, originally I kind of wanted this entire episode to be about science, but you know, I think you're right. Um, previously, listeners, before we started this podcast, we discussed if we were gonna just like stay on a topic today, and Dave was like, "Why? Why would we do that when we've already got a great formula?" Let's just keep, keep to the format. Yeah, let's keep to it. And you know what? I have to agree. So let's just go ahead and talk about the science. Okay. I like science. Yeah, I like science too. Tell me how you turned pennies into... Into crystals. So, here's the, here's the trick. Um, what I did was I collected a bunch of pre-1983 pennies, which are all made of 
95% copper. Instead I have a, of? I have a pretty big collection of those. Instead of 95% zinc. Mm -hmm. Yeah, today's quarters are, or, I mean, today's pennies are 95% zinc, 5% copper, and um, the pennies I was collecting were 95% zinc and 5%, or 95% copper and 5% zinc. If you want to get, get a copper off of off of a off of a curved penny, you have to shave it off the edge. Yeah, and you're not gonna get much. Nope, it won't be worth the time. Um, so I have these copper pennies, and then what I what I was wanting to do was create copper sulfate, which is a type of crystal. Um, when you see a penny that is rusted. Uh, and tarnish, you know how it turns that bluish green color? Mm -hmm. uh, part of that, the bluish tint to it is copper sulfate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this is um, basically what I was doing is um, oxidizing these pennies in such a way that I was getting the copper sulfate. And um, how did you oxidize them? So if you take hydrogen peroxide. Mm hmm and white vinegar, 5% acetic acid. Okay. And you combine those one-to-one. -one, mm hmm You create um, a uh, stronger acid, which is uh, paracetic acid. I okay, believe. yeah. I believe that's correct. And so you put the pennies into this mixture? Yes. Now, here's the thing. You can put pennies into, or you can put them into hydrochloric acid and it wouldn't do this. Okay. But when I put it into the parasitic acid, it, within about an hour, had eaten through the pennies almost completely and leaving only the zinc, which doesn't react with that acid. Okay. That's very interesting. So the way that looks is bunch of pennies in a jar of clear acid and then it slowly turns bluer and bluer and bluer until finally uh, uh, and the way that I could tell that it was done was that during the chemical reaction little tiny bubbles would be coming up off the pennies mm -hmm. which was oxygen escaping and when it was done there were no more bubbles coming off okay and the solution was a was a really really good blue like you couldn't hardly you couldn't really see through it looked like um blue kool-aid but you wouldn't want to drink it <clears throat> okay and then it was just a simple matter of uh pouring that solution out onto a tray and allowing it to dry precipitating the crystals out did you heat it or did it just dry naturally i had to allow it to dry naturally i would rather have heated it with a um with a uh hot plate but i don't have any you know what would have been great and probably would have worked hmm. an easy bake oven uh maybe there's also fumes to yeah, consider, yeah but um so then yeah i just allowed it to dry and as it dried it turned into uh these beautiful blue crystals which i would scrape off the tray and, and... put into a little uh safe container because copper sulfate crystals are toxic so don't eat them kids now don't eat them, don't let the dust get in your nose or your eyes. Um, if you touch the crystals, you should wash your hands, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and so... Anything else? Well, yeah, I was going to say why I did this. Why did you do this? So I like to make art. 
Okay. And I don't have it with me. I wish I could show you. I made this uh, acrylic painting uh-huh. of the plant Venus. Oh. And in the background, I had space. Now, I wanted to make something to uh, symbolize the interstellar medium, which is a theoretical um, thing uh, mm-hmm. in space. It's I don't I don't want to explain any more of it because I'm just gonna make a fool out of myself. Um, and I used the blue crystals, the blue sul- copper sulfate crystals, to represent that. Um, while the background was still wet, the paint. I sprinkled the crystals on there, and so the result was this awesome background, mostly black with some stars and sparkly blue interstellar medium behind the planet Venus. That sounds amazing. It was, it's beautiful. So yeah, copper sulfate's a really neat um, artistic component. It can be used for other things too. If I wanted to, I could put it into a solution and make a basic um, radio cell. Really? And uh, yeah, because it's um, if you put it into solution, the solution is is a uh, conductor. A conductor, yeah. That's really cool. So you can use it for a lot of stuff. It's also good for um, agriculture. Is it? Yeah, I believe it's used as a pesticide. Oh, that makes sense. Um, this has been a good episode. Yes. Now, now, now we are reaching our uh, time limit. So, no. You have anything to add, my good dear Dave? No. No. I do have a sponsorship. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, okay. No, 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 no. This is good. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) You ready for the outro? Yeah. You ready for the stupid fucking outro? Yeah, from the... Okay, you stupid fucking listeners. You stupid little piece of shit. We hate you. What are you doing? Why are you watching this? Stop it. You are idiots. You fucking idiot. Watching the greatest content on the internet, you have things you could do better things with your life than this. Yeah, you could, you could be in church right now. Yeah, praying to God for forgiveness so, for for watching one of these episodes. Yeah, you need to go go to a priest and <coughs> beg for forgiveness. <coughs> Get on your knees and beg for forgiveness for what you've done listening to us. We're ashamed of you. I'm ashamed of myself. My mom is ashamed of me for this. She doesn't even know I'm doing this, but I can feel it. I can feel the disappointment. Oh, I'm going to send this to your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It couldn't be worse than the Satanist phase. (laughs) (laughs) It really can't. It really can't. I put that poor woman through enough. Oh, my God. That was a phase. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. No. For for real, though, here's the outro. This is... This is John. Hey, this is Dave. Thank you so much for coming in and listening. And if uh, if you can, share this with your friends and uh, all those good things. I don't know why you would. Yeah. No, we love you. Sometimes. Dave, uh, he has mixed feelings, but I, I am committed to you. You specifically, listener, whoever you are, whoever you specifically are, I'm committed to you specifically. If anything is ever happening to you, give me a call. 
I will come and I will save your life. My number is. <laughs> my number is. No, uh, no, 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 no. 